We are CEOs, executives, educators, and professionals from all sectors of society who support the global expansion of betterment in the world through joy and joyly. I'm your host, Cheryl Lynn, founder of the Chair of Joy Experience. Together, we have developed the World Council of Joy, and our council invites CEOs and innovators from impactful organizations to the Joyly podcast. We showcase how generous, bold, and fully engaged they are in their work and what a culture of joy is to them. Hello, I am Cheryl Lynn, and I am back to you again with another episode of Joyly um, Living Through Expansion. And on our show today, we have Michael Alexander. Oh, I didn't ask you how to pronounce your last name. Bees. Bees? Is that right? Bees like the bug. Let's just go with that. All right. Bees like the bug. Michael Alexander Bees is a social entrepreneur, literary consultant, world-renowned music journalist, and socialite. He has a magazine called Raver Mag, and uh, we are pleased to have you on our show today. Michael, how are you? I am doing great. How are you today? I'm well. Where in the world are you? I am in, well, I'm going to say I'm in Charlotte, North Carolina, but in reality, I am in a town called Fort Mill, South Carolina, which is probably about five to ten minutes from Charlotte. So, Let's just go with Charlotte, North Carolina, because that's what everybody knows, and that's where I'm from. And so how far from the beach are you? I have to know. I'm a beach girl. Oh, gosh. You, would, you wouldn't like it here. But it, it's only three and a half hours. So oh, if you can walk three and a half hours to get to Myrtle Beach, <laughs> you're going to be great. But uh, now You know I walked across America, so that walk would be easy. No, oh, no. Yeah. You know, it would be a life-changing journey for you. <laughs> that's for sure. All right. So I'm super excited to talk to you because I we met on, on the C-Suite organization, right? Jeffrey Hazlett mm-hmm. is the CEO, chairman, and founder of that organization. And like you, I've met a ton of successful people and having, having a great time. Um, so the Joyly process, um, for all of the, those of you that are listening, usually C-Suite uh, folks and entrepreneurs, business owners, people who are trying to um, understand what living joyly means and how it impacts and affects everything it is that we do. So thank you for listening and welcome once again. So Michael, tell us in just a you know brief couple of sentences what it is that you, uh, uh, what you did to get to where you are in life. I know you're a very successful entrepreneur and business owner. And so tell me a couple of the steps along the way to get you here. Uh, geez, that, that is, that's, I mean, how much time do we have? <laughs> but, um, well, yeah, I mean, you know, the two things that I do is, um, you know, everybody, I started a magazine about seven years ago called Raver Magazine. Um, and it was focused on, you know, electronic dance music, or it is focused on electronic dance music. In the beginning, it was a nightmare to interview people, to get in, you know, with people and get into the nightclubs and get into the events and festivals because nobody really uh, knew who we were, right? We were, it was just a magazine that I came up with at a restaurant. And I thought, you know, I wanted to do something with my life. I had retired from a big, you know, um, insurance company called Liberty Mutual, and I got really burnt out. I was working six days a week. 18 hour days traveling up the East coast. And I was like, you know what? I need to take some time off. And during that time, that's when I thought, you know, I really love music and I really love to write. I can't play a musical instrument at all. So <laughs> I thought, let me do something in the middle, which was, you know, why not do a magazine for music? Um, so here in Charlotte, I tried to interview, you know, artists and musicians and, you know, they're like, who is this crazy person trying to interview us? And no, you cannot get in. So <laughs> Um, I ended up 
partnering with another publication that was really big. And I told them, I said, you know, hey, I would love to do interviews for you. You don't have to pay me anything. Um, but in the process, I'd like to also ask the musicians some questions for my magazine. And they laughed and they said, okay, whatever, sure, go ahead. Well, I ended up interviewing two German musicians. Um, and during that interview, I really asked like a question that hit home to one of them. And, um, you know, long story short, the video went viral. And it was at that moment, after trying for an entire year to get into places, that the magazine kind of took off. It, it, everybody started following it. The magazine crashed. The website crashed. Oh my and gosh. I was like, you know, I got to get this off of Wix and move it over to, to WordPress really fast. Um, and then it just kind of grew from there. You know, I was able to get, you know, to interview more people and really understand where, where people were coming from and ask questions, not just, you know, hey, tell me about your new music, which is important, but really understanding who they are as a person. And I think that's what resonates a lot with people that follow the magazine and just people who love electronic dance music. Well, I can just say, just knowing you and, and getting a grasp for how you work with individuals, I know you asked me to uh, answer some questions for your website, and you just have this essence about you that says, who are, I don't know if you, it's intuitive or if you just do a ton of research, but you're able to kind of just tap into the realness of it all. And so I, for one, appreciate that. And I know your magazine is highly successful for that very reason. You know how to ask the questions that makes that makes sense and uh, kind of hit a nerve with people that want to hear. So good job on that. And then the other thing you do is the CEO of Atlas Elite Publishing Partners. So tell me a little bit about um, what you do for authors. So, uh, Part of that whole thing was I wrote a book myself and it didn't sell anything. And I guess the cliff note version of that, if you could, you know, not dating myself, but cliff notes were a thing back then, uh, is, you know, I couldn't sell the book. I didn't know how to sell the book. It was, it was like everybody was so busy on upcharging you for publishing the book. Nobody was focused on actually selling a book, right? So I thought, you know, I have a marketing degree and I was like, I could figure this out. So I created a program or an algorithm, so to speak, where I really break down an author's book to help them sell. And I do it through keywords, through genres, through HTML coding on their book description. And then I blast it out to our email network of about 10 million people. And we guarantee that your book will become a number one best-selling book on Amazon. And, you know, not a lot of people could do that. Not a lot of companies out there will, will, will guarantee something like that. And it took a it took a while, it took a few years, but you know now we work with ninety five authors, of which fifteen of them are New York Times bestselling authors, ten of them are USA Today bestselling authors, and we just promote their books month to month, month after another. So it's one of those things where it's really you know how do you divide yourself into two hats? You know how do you go from you know creating a magazine for music and one day, and then the next day focus on publishing, promoting, and formatting books. But it's something that I enjoy doing. It all comes back down to the writing, right? And I feel well, that the, you know, words could really help people express themselves. So what I hear, and I, I hate to always revert it back to living joyly, but that's really the process that we're talking about. And, and so what I hear from you when you say that is you figured it out, right? You figured the, the secret, if you will, to um, knowing deeply inside what gives you joy. And when you focus on that, therein lies your living the life of, of a successful human being. So 
I don't know if you know Dr. David Hawkins' work, but uh, joy is the highest calibrated emotion on the planet. And so the more time and energy you spend in there, um, the more uh, pr production, right? Would you say outcome? Mm -hmm. Tell Absolutely. me a little bit about that, how that works for you. Well, you know, it was ironically, you know, because we met through the C-suite network and, you know, I, I saw you and I saw kind of what you were doing, but I didn't understand it. So when I, I talked to you and you really helped me focus back on what brings joy to me in my life. Right. And, you know, I think that gets lost a lot through the, you know, the things that that go on in life, you know, children, work, you know, the things you have to do but not want to do sometimes, you know, and having a place, you know, where you could focus on all that energy and, you know, realize what's important to you is really what, you know, I struggle with personally. And, you know, having a place, you know, like this to go to is really, is really a remarkable thing. Um, I'm, so. I'm going to use your words, the cliff note version, because you and I did the chair of joy process. So if people are wondering why the chair of joy is behind me, I've actually carried it out to about 35 cities and over a thousand people have sat in it now. And um, the process and the transformation are people from people is real and it's exciting and we're worthy um, of repeating. So you sat in the chair of joy. So real quick, where was your chair of joy or where is it now? If it's a new place, it's, it's ever changing. So where if you could find a place just away from your computer where would you sit for a full stop finally a better way to hold your phone introducing steady straps made here in the usa steady straps are high quality flexible straps that adjust to hold virtually any phone comfortably and securely steady straps are washable and come in a wide range of colors and styles see them all at steadystraps.com because they're so visible they're the perfect promotional item to advertise your company message or logo learn more at steadystraps.com that's steadystraps.com for a full stop would have to be in my backyard. <laughs> we have a, a, an amazing view of like uh, the woods, which, you know, coming from Miami, you don't really get that. So, you know, it, it always fascinates me to sit there and just relax, which I haven't been able to do in the last two weeks. It's been pouring down rain here in Charlotte, but that is kind of like my go-to place when, when I just need to like unwind. unwind. They make these, they make these things called umbrellas. <laughs> We could do that. There was lightning though, so I, I don't. I don't know. <laughs> All right. So your your chair in the backyard. Day, so. Yes. So your chair in the backyard. So just think of that as. So everybody who's listening, find your own chair of joy. Like, where is it in your home or your city or your? Is it a park bench? Is it at the lake? Where is it? And so you're sitting in your chair of joy. You told me that you see the woods. Just imagine what you're hearing. Your feet are on the ground, and this is the process I told you about. You're just getting settled. You're getting centered. And then the next, and we'll do it again just for everybody who's listening. Take a deep breath in, an ocean breath in, ocean breath out. This is in a this isn't in a huge meditation, quiet your mind, close your eyes kind of thing. This is just a fun meditation and a practice to get us centered and raise the vibration of joy so we can go do more and get uh, achieve more of what it is that we're after in life. But what was the first memory of joy that came to your mind just then? Something it could have been this morning or a year ago or when you were a little guy um, that your life was just working out for you. What came to mind first? Well, the first thing that came to mind again, which is the same thing as, you know, the, the, my children when they were being born, you know, that's always a, a remarkable thing. So, you perfect. know, that, that's the first thing that came to my mind. <laughs> that's perfect. That's uh, people do that a lot. So let's do one more. Let's go to another place and another time when things were just really clicking for you. Do you land on one? Yep. I got one. What is it? 
It would have to be when I got married. That would be a, that was, well, actually not like the moment of the marriage, but kind of like, uh, you know, seeing her for the first time, that was a pretty remarkable, um, three, like a 360 circle that, you know, brought it all back together for me. So that was definitely a remarkable time. The day of the wedding or when you first met her, the very first day, which no, 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 when the day of the wedding, the actual wedding, like, yeah, we did. Uh, I didn't know that this was like a thing, but apparently first look is a thing. <laughs> um, I didn't know what it was. She had, a, you know, I'm, you know, I'm probably going to get hated on for this, but I didn't know. I actually Googled what it was. I didn't know. I didn't want to sound stupid either by asking. So, <laughs> but, but you know, when I first saw her in a wedding dress coming, I didn't, uh, you know, it was, uh, it was a fun, it was a fun moment. Um, let's just say that. And, you know, seeing her for the first time in her dress after, you know, all the excitement and buildup is definitely one of those joyful moments that I, I probably will never forget. Cool. So just let the kids resonate from your, think of about them, let that kind of resonate from your head to your toe and just feel that in your limbs. And then also seeing your wife for the first time, what she was wearing, who was around, you know, just the ambiance of the whole day. Mm -hmm. And um, what would you say the one word to connect those two memories would be? Um, well, obviously joy, but that sounds too cliche, right? No, it's I would perfect. Say, I would say peace. Okay, peace, which is an elevated emotion. According to Dr. David Hawkins, it's love, gratitude, and then joy. And then beyond joy is peace. But peace is a sort of a thing that we're after, right? As well as enlightenment. But um, so cool. So if you could put peace in some kind of container, let's see if we can think outside the box and uh, maybe do something a little different than last time. Because every time we do this, it, it's either enlarged or it's more unique. So what's the kind of container that comes to mind that you could put this immense amount of joy that you have inside? I would say a jar, like a clear jar, you know, like the type that you have in like Charleston where you have to put the love bugs in there and they all light up, you know, like a clear jar. That feels very energetic. I love that. So if we were on a plane today and we were maybe let's go to um, South Africa for, I don't know, see the giraffes, let's go hang out. And um, we're getting off the plane there and you have this jar, this lightning jar of joy in your hand. And there's a couple thousand CEOs and friends and, and uh, locals there that don't get this jar thing. What would you say about joy to them? What, 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 what are they missing? I think that, I don't know what they would be missing, but I would definitely say that they would have to kind of just refocus on what's important, like what's really important, not necessarily the money or the hype or the power, but what's important to them. Like what, what will you have left over after all that's gone? You know, this is a little off the subject, but how is it you learned that? I, I remember you telling me a, a, a fascinating story, but maybe you could just give us the short version of what, the, what yeah. The, well, that's a God, that's a good question. <laughs> well, without it getting into all the details, I've, you know, I've, I've been very wealthy and I've been very poor and, you know, I've had it all and I've lost it all more than once. And I find that, you know, obviously having money and being successful is, is a great thing. It, it solves a lot of problems. People say, oh, having money doesn't solve problems. No, 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 it does. <laughs> so you don't have to worry. If you don't have to worry about how you're going to pay your bills, it's a huge stress relief, but I learned that I wasn't happy when I had it all, right? I was missing something. I was always chasing something, right? So for me, you know, getting centered on what's important, which is family to me and, you know, friends, true friends, not just everybody calls everybody a friend nowadays, but true friends that you could count on. Um, and you really don't know who those people are until you lose it all, right? <laughs> um, so I've been I've been fortunate to, you know, sort of get my life back and come full circle. And that's why, you know, remembering like the birth of my children or remembering like 
the moment that I saw my wife is like really powerful. So beautiful, beautiful. Thank you for sharing that again. I just think that that's a story that people need to hear over and over and over again because it's so powerful because it is the thing that we that keeps us from our joy is the ability to want to accomplish everything and achieve everything and i think just sitting still and knowing everything is inside of us that we've already ever could possibly want right and to just take some time and to call into those memories thank you for doing that so you did it perfect and um the idea is to get to that full stop in your chair of joy at least three times a day so I know it's not, if it's not raining, just take your little self and get out there and have a seat. And um, it's miraculous what happens when you start raising the vibration of joy. It's, you know, it's a scientific process. It's nothing new. It's just a new and fun way to call in memories of joy. Like who stops and takes the time to really go deep on that? And maybe, maybe think of a connecting word like you did, which was peace, putting peace in a jar. And then the last thing is if you could give this jar away to somebody today, who would you give it to and why? God, if I could give the jar to somebody, there's, I mean, I would probably give it away to my neighbor, Chuck. That's okay. what I would give it away to. I don't know why, but his name just popped in my head. And uh, he's, <laughs> he lives three doors down. He's an amazing person. And, you know, I just, I feel like he would really take advantage of it. Which is really important. That's the last part of what we teach is um, accessibility of joy, um, sustaining joy, and then activating joy, which is to give it away to others as much as you can. It sounds like Chuck would be an amazing person to have on our uh, podcast as well. So that's cool. Sure. So biggest takeaway from the Chair of Joy experience and just our conversation so far today? My biggest takeaway is to find time to refocus and center yourself on what's important. And, you know, we're always focusing on all the problems. We need to start focusing on what makes us happy internally. And when you do that, everything else I think will resonate from it. And I think that's what I got from this. Awesome. And how do people work with you, Michael? How do people work with you? And what, what would be like a ne next best step? Well, um, if you're a musician, uh, definitely, you know, reach out to us via ravermag.com. Um, you know, we're happy to, you know, work on interviews and work, you know, work with you and help you promote your music. If you are an author who is not selling, which most people have issues with that, you know, definitely hit us up at atlaseelitepublishingpartners.com or just email me at michaelbees, B-E-A-S, at icloud.com. That's my direct email and um, we'll definitely help you out. And your LinkedIn is Michael. I had to find you a couple of times, but it's Michael Alexander B-S, right? B-E-A-S. Yeah, correct. Michael Alexander Bees and my Instagram is Bees, B-E-A-S and Michael, M-I-C-H-A-E-L. So you could definitely track me down and find me. That's for sure. <laughs> and uh, I'm excited to um, hopefully talk with Michael about uh, producing a magazine. I have had a magazine in the past. Um, it was probably, I don't know, 16 or 17 years ago now, um, but it was really successful and so much fun. And I've always had it in the back of my mind to have another magazine. So stay tuned, everybody. The Joyly magazine is on its way. Absolutely. For sure. Well, thank, well, thank you for having you. Thank you for being with us today, Michael. And uh, I couldn't be more pleased to call you a friend and, and have you in our circle of living Joyly. Well, thank you so much again for having me. I appreciate you. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.